What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Swing the Twig. It is a Tuesday, and we are back at it again. What a uh, what a weekend, guys. And Dom and Jeff are here. No Anthony on Tuesday. Uh, it's tough. He's got some friends in, I think. But I want to open this debate up for you guys before we get going. And you guys can, anybody listening to the show can email us at swingthetwig at gmail.com if you really have an opinion on this or you can go on Instagram or whatever. Do all that kind of stuff, Twitter. I'm going to propose this question to you guys. So I'm going to a retreat. I'm, I'm just telling Dom when he got to the to the house here today. I'm going, Jeff, I'm going to a retreat. A softball tournament uh, is included in this retreat. A group I'm a part of called Play Live. Shout out Andrew and all the guys there. And I'm going to Vancouver on Saturday. And it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun and everything. But there was a debate that opened up because I got batting gloves this morning for this t- softball tournament. It's a slow pitch softball, obviously. What? Do you guys think about that? Because we got in this little back and forth in our chat between me and another member. He's like, he's like, man, if you're going to get, if you're going to wear gloves, uh, he's like, he's like, you're going to get ridiculed. And I'm like, I'm like, huh? And then like a bunch of people were like getting involved in the debate and everything. And it was like, like a few people were supporting me. A couple guys were like, Hey man, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's kind of weird. Is that, is that wrong? Okay. I mean, Jeff, you go first, please. I've always worn batting gloves. When hitting, and you know, I I haven't exactly been active with baseball uh, the past few years, what with college and everything else going on. But I I've always worn batting gloves, and yeah, like like I can swing a bat without them. You know, it really doesn't affect my swing in any way. But it's more just a comfort thing for me at this point. You know, I I just wear the batting gloves because that's what I'm used to. You mm-hmm. know, and we we we've talked a few times on the show. You know, there are guys who who don't want to shave their beards because it's a comfort thing or, you know, they wear all of that jewelry, mm-hmm. um, especially pitching because it, it's just a comfort thing for them, you know? And it, it's the same thing with me, you know, wearing batting gloves, it's just a comfort thing. I don't need them. I just like using them. Fair. And I, I agree. It's and for me. Yeah. It's all about being comfortable for me. It's all about just, you know, it's going to be hot. Like it's going to be like 75 degrees or something in Vancouver. So, uh, you know, I, I like to not, I don't want the bat to slip out of my hands. Yeah, yeah, and me especially. Like I, I get very sweaty palms. It, it's just a thing that happens with my body when I, when I do any physical activity. Really, um, even bowling, my palms will get ridiculously sweaty. Mm-hmm. So you know, the the batting gloves is one way of eliminating that for me. Now, do you see a difference between baseball and softball for the argument of wearing one, wearing a set of batting gloves? I mean. Not really. I mean, I, I've never really played softball. I haven't even watched softball, really. So I can't, oh. I can't even tell you, you know, if batting gloves are a big thing for softball players to wear or not. You know, I know it's not for baseball, but that's also because, you know, we've got the pine tar and everything that, that guys can mm-hmm. use. So I don't know if it's a similar thing for softball or what. Well, why do pros wear batting gloves then? Well, why do I, I personally am not a fan of batting gloves. Um, I just think that it goes to actually Jeff's point. A lot of guys, I don't tend to get sweaty palms, but a lot of guys tend to. And I think that now guys have thrown so much harder when it comes to all speed pitches, like 92 sliders, 90 changeups, where like if you make not the best contact, it really does have a bad ricochet on your hands. Personally for me, I'm used to no batting gloves because I got used to it right away. When I, Will Myers was even the same way. He was actually telling a story a long time ago on why he doesn't wear them. But same with me. I actually tried them. I first did not have them. 
And then I tried them, and I was like really like I felt stiff in my hands. I just didn't like the material, and I like the feel of the bat. I, I just think I could focus more. I could really put a true swing into it, and a little bit of pine tar. That's it. You know, I don't really get the sweatiest of hands, mm-hmm. uh, and the pine tar helps grip. I just felt like I was more comfortable with that, and there I settled it. Now, when it comes to softball versus baseball, I can understand because hard pitch or slow pitch of softball is bigger. So it's going to come in if you make like certain contact, it's going to come in and like with a harder, you know, vibration off the bat, metal or wood. So obviously metal because softballs right. are very dense. Right, right, um, right. But like, I think you can get, if you can get used to it with no batting gloves, depending on the person with baseball, you can with softball. Yeah. But there, there's no right or wrong. It's all about comfort. See, this is, the, here's the difference for me. And I would wear them, I'd probably wear them for baseball. But here's the difference for me. It's a bigger ball. It's mm-hmm. a it's a harder ball to hit, and you know if you make contact in that middle spot, I know this is a slow pitch, so you're not as it's not going to be as bad. But if you make contact, you know what I'm talking about in that middle spot, right, where it's like five inches away from your hands. Yeah, maybe less than that actually. Yeah, and, that 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 inside part of the bat. And when I said that, you know what I was told? If you're not hitting on the 12 inch sweet spot, then you have a serious problem on mm-hmm. <laughs> <Some> softball. <laughs> and I was like, well, look, you know, like nobody's perfect. You always make that if you make that mistake. You you did it at the, at the uh, we did it a couple times actually at, when we went to the cage. Yeah, where it's like, dude, like, effing hurts. Like that's the worst when it goes in on your hands. It rings yeah. the most. Yeah, yeah. It was it was for me. It was slow pitch, but also for the fast baseball pitch too. I'm like, ah, shit. Like I like it goes like to the middle of the bat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just feel like I've gotten used to it, and I kind of and it's gonna sound weird, and it's gonna make me sound like I have problems, but I kind of endure the pain. A little bit when it comes to no batting gloves. You want to get used to it. Yeah, I I just okay. dig it. Like I, I I feel a little bit more like all right, like I'm still stepping in the batter's box. Here I am, still taking the next pitch. Like I'm not backing out. A little bit of vibration doesn't hurt the hands too much. No, you get used to it. The calluses can be a problem, yeah, but you get used to that a little bit too. But like I said, it's all about comfort. Like when people look up, oh, should I wear batting gloves? It's just become more of a trend where I feel like everyone does it. But even when I was young, like I put them on. Like, I could barely, like, you know, squeeze my fingers. Like, it just, I don't like that pasty, sticky-looking mm-hmm. feeling at right. all. But I get it for softball. I, I, I could definitely get that because I wear a batting glove when I'm playing catcher with you, right? Yeah. That, when you throw hard to me, that pound of that baseball going to the index finger, even if you catch it right in the catcher's pocket, yeah. it can really ring. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, that, I think, hurts more. So I do wear a batting glove for that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love hearing you guys' take on that Thanks. because I was like, because I was like, huh, that'd be an interesting, you know, debate to throw around. I Not like that it was like an argument or anything, but I was like, uh, Jeff and I, I can make it one. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I was a little like, because I was a little like, huh, like, well, first of all, you're not doing it. It's me doing it. Mm-hmm. You're not on my team. I'm gonna have to give it a try. Like you're not on my team, you know. Like it's it's one thing if if you're on my team and you want me to do a certain thing and you're like the captain or whatever. But even then, like it's it's me. I'm I'm the player. You're not you're not the, you're not me. I get to do what I want to do. Yeah. It's kind of that thing, right? Yeah. So that's that's kind yeah, of the real difference. And, and, I mean, the other thing you got to think about, too, is, you know, growing up playing Little League, you know, you you know, there's no DH in Little League. You know, it, the pitcher is also, a, is also a hitter. You know, they're mm-hmm. also a batter. Yeah. So if you, as a hitter, use pine tar to get, you know, to get a better grip on your bat, and then you go in as a pitcher – well, now you might have some of that pine tar left on your hand, and that 
is now influencing the way that you that you pitch as well in, in normally in a positive way for you lets you get better grip on it mm-hmm. so you know you also got to think about that too you know that's why i never really used the pine tar because i i pitched and you know what i've noticed too, i wouldn't want to use it well that's that? actually an interesting case because i i know we're like different than the pro for like the professional guys but i've noticed even professional guys that use batting gloves a lot of them still use pine tar on top of that mm-hmm. now i know we're talking about us but yeah you know i've noticed that so like they'll mix it up they get pine tar all over those batting gloves i gotta probably change them every single game yeah i mean it's with pine tar like you know you can there's also a limit to how many you can use on the bat right yeah, yeah and i think that is right well you think it's right yeah okay yeah i mean it's I mean, George Brett was the one I, I remember getting caught with it, but yep. they, obviously, but I don't, you know, I don't see a difference other than that. But whatever. Okay, I want to get right to the baseball because we have we have to move on here. I thought that was a great mm-hmm. debate for you guys to have, obviously, and I'm glad that kind of worked out. You and Jeff East did not get into an argument. It was a uh, it was a good discussion as Jeff laughs right there. I I do my best. I do my best. <laughs> he tries to be civil. That's that's the thing. He tries to be civil. <laughs> Keyword right. try. <laughs> well, the Yankees are sort of collapsing. Uh, we can get right to that because that's the big story, and I put them in my power rankings as the AL number two. That's kind of obvious to me now. The Astros are the clear number one. I mean, rotation-wise, hitting-wise, situational hitting, mm-hmm. you name it, the Astros, I think, have the edge now and have that number one spot. Uh, pretty locked up at the moment. The Yankees actually lost, I think, actually in the standings too. So – I could be wrong on that, but the Astros just look like the far better team. Uh, they have the season series on the Yankees. Not that that means much to me, but they do. And so you got to factor that in as well. And they won all those games pretty um, fairly, I would say. Like, no uh, – they were some of them were close, but most of them were like two runs, three runs. So Houston has that edge over the Yankees. And there was a certain point for the Yankees where you kind of knew that they were going to – they were on such a high. So you kind of knew, like, okay, when's this going to come down? And that, and now we finally saw that that crash where you know we think back to losing streak, uh, Cole coming in against Seattle at Yankee Stadium. I was there for it to put up a six spot, you know, in in the first inning. So, you know, when you think about all the struggles with the Yankees, they have injuries now with with their with Matt Carpenter foot fracture. You know, it just adds up. They now they snapped that losing streak against the Mariners on uh, Sunday. But, I mean, when you look at this team overall, the Yankees, is, is it bullpen? Is it offense? Because this is the same story for the Yankees as it always is. Offense is good. Pitching's bad. Pitching's, pitching's good. Offense bad. Every single freaking time. What's the issue here now with the New York Yankees? Why they're not number one in the AL anymore? I think no matter how good of a team you are, you're going to have rough nights, but when it comes to the Yankees, it's sometimes their offense. It shuts down and really limits themselves to very few to no runs. Uh, and their pitching has to do a lot of the heavy loading. Uh, but I think that's the thing. As long as they can secure those runs and not have the pitching die out by the time the playoffs happens, then that's fine. Otherwise than that, we've seen some as of late where the Yankees just don't know how to generate runs. Uh, and it's frustrating, but it happens uh, so that's what I've been saying. That's my opinion going there mm. uh, with New York is uh, their offense gets a little ice cold. So Sure, and that and that was sort of evident, but the Yankees tried to. The Yankees haven't really been ice cold the past couple games, though, and that was really just mere bullpen. 
Like mm-hmm. they scored what? I think uh, nine runs against the Cardinals, and somehow they lost twelve to nine when they were up like four one at one point. So, and then Seattle, they they handled that pretty well. Bullpen, starting pitching, Tyone phenomenal. Uh, offense in general, all around very good. Against a decent pitcher in Logan Gilbert, who I have on fantasy, rest in peace to me. But you know, when you think about all those things, right? Just the Yankees look look better on offense. With that game in Seattle on Sunday night was not the typical Yankees I was used to seeing. That's the first half Yankees where it was like domination from start to finish on the offensive side and on the pitching side. I mean, I did not expect to get seven. If I had a bet for Tyone, it would not have been to go seven innings or above. Sorry. I would never wager Tyone to go above seven innings. I don't blame you. It, it's, he had a good start against a good Mariners team. So I, hopefully that's the, the start to something here, but... I mean, that's that's the glaring story is that the Yankees are mightily struggling. And, you know, going forward, I have my postseason concerns. Like, that's I, – I would never say the Yankees are going to win the World Series, even if they were number one in the MLB still. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, you cannot pick the Yankees for anything. You never know, man. A record in the regular season says one thing. The postseason, you restart all over no matter how good of a team you are. Pretty much. Yep, I've Pretty noticed much. that when the Padres made it in uh, 2020, the shortened year, I was just like, wow, this is what it's like for an experience. Now for me to see a team, my team, go out there in the playoffs. Everything you did in the regular season, MVP, whatever, kiss it goodbye. It's a whole brand new, more important slate uh, can, that's underway. Can we get to the Padres, please? Because that's a Do team. I want to. That's a team I had as number one in my power ranking last week. In the, in the NL, and I thought it was pretty indisputable at the time. They go to L.A. Now they did okay against Colorado. They they took care of business sort of mm-hmm. there, except for that last except for that I'll last game. It. Yeah, and then they go to L.A. They go all the way up to Dodger Stadium, and I don't know what happened to the Padres. First of all, Manaya does not pitch well in Dodger Stadium. Manaya has not pitched well for like twenty million starts in a row now. I know, but especially in Dodger Stadium, he has a, a poor history there. Yep. We, our favorite, um, Joe Davis, was running through the stats of uh, Sean Manaya oh, uh, of, uh, of his sure. ERA of, of in Dodger Stadium. Five, seven, eight ERA, the Dodgers. <laughs> Mookie bets with a double. Yeah. He corks one to right. Yeah, our favorite. He was he was running those stats li- stat lines. I'm like, man, people bet on the Padres tonight. And right. and Manaya just got destroyed. And I, he put up an eight spot in two innings. Two, three, no, three innings. Yeah, he put up an eight spot in three innings against the Dodgers. And I got to tell you, man, the Dodgers actually look pretty decent. I mean, I, I can't I, I can't like the team, but I, I got to hand it to them. Me too. For uh, I wrote an article uh, on the Padres' disaster with that series. And, uh, you know, I kind of gave the Dodgers credit here. And I'm like, put all the hate aside, little rivalry, bull, bullshit, you know. With the Dodgers' injuries that they have, Blake Trinan being hurt, who else? Justin Turner. Not playing. You know, you got a lot right. of guys hurt, uh, and that's not performing as well. Kershaw is not hurt again. Walker Bueller. Look how well they're doing. They're, they have the best record in the majors at 75 and 33. Let me tell you something. They're earning. I, I said they didn't earn it before because they're playing some bad teams. Yep. They got the Twins coming up. You know, they, yeah. they, t- they, and they didn't just beat the Giants, okay? They didn't just go to San Francisco and beat the Giants. They manhandled the Giants. So... And when you think about all those things with the Dodgers, they're taking care of business against the teams that are bad. If they get into a hole, they're coming back and beating those teams that are bad. 
So with the Dodgers, they're proving why they can be a strong team. I don't think it's going to pan out in the postseason for them. I don't think their rotation is consistent enough to do that I kind agree. of thing, especially with injuries right now to their uh, to Bueller and their older core like Kershaw. Yeah. So, but I I I have my questions about the Dodgers on that end, but they're proving offensively that they have no. Problem like Cody Bellinger, two ten batting average or something like that. He ain't hurting the team. Is no. he hurting the Dodgers? No, he's actually contributing. He's actually now. helping because he's had some clutch hits. He had a three hit game against the Padres in that series with Which I think two homers. Very. He's actually he's actually gone off at times. Like he got some big two you know out why? hits. He went back to his old swing because I'm telling you, I don't care how good of a player you are, whether you're Ken Griffey or what. Once in the majors, you get told to like adjust your swing. It's yeah. game over mentally, and it's never the same because you grow up with the same swing. Mm-hmm. Always go back to your old swing. Well, look at Joey Gallo, perfect example, yep. right? This is a guy that Yankee fans got mad at him not only for his struggles, but they got mad at him for the fact, mere fact that he couldn't, he didn't, he had kind of refused to change his overall philosophy on hitting. Yeah. Right. Like he had this philosophy of hitting that he had in Texas that he's been doing his whole career. He was always a uh, a three three. Three result kind of guy, right? Strikeout, home run. You kind of knew you're gonna get with him, yep. right? So, actually, two. He only had those two things. A little bit of like, yeah. Sometimes a walk, Some I guess walk. you could sometimes say. Sometimes a walk. Yeah. Sometimes a walk, but you know, in essence, it's the home run or it's a strikeout. That yeah. was what Gallo, and he never changed his philosophy when he struggled mightily with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. That's why I think Yankee fans got on him so without without mercy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Now he's got to do that in L.A. because he kind of has no choice. The Yankees are paying for his contract, but to your point, Dom, he has to change his whole entire, Dave Roberts said it, mechanical um, process. His, his, yeah. It's a whole thing with him now. Yeah, it, it, it sucks. Like, look at the Padres. They tried to make Hosmer change his swing. He kind of did. He went back to kind of his old one a little bit, and in thankfully so. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in Boston now, kind yeah. of struggling. Uh, he's doing all right. Rooting, you know, I'm rooting for him to be honest. Sure, so. I get you. Because we're gonna lose Josh Bell this offseason. Yeah, I think so too. And then we're gonna have Cronenworth at first and Drury at second. Well, that would be interesting. I'd be fine with that. I could live with it. But so then that, again, yeah. so the other thing in my power rankings that I changed, if you guys ever read it, I put I took out the Brewers because they they lost to the Reds. I, mm-hmm. I took out the Brewers and I put in the Cardinals. Thank you, Cardinals. Reds. The Cardinals swept the Yankees. The Cardinals look really good offensively and pitching-wise. Uh, I think Adam Wainwright could have had a better start against the Yankees had it not been for poor umpiring. Could say the same on the other end in that Yankee game as well. But Adam Wainwright pitched, I think, better than the numbers indicate. He should have had more strikeouts than what he was actually given. I think more at-bats would have been ended via strikeout than what he had. And a lot of those... Missed calls led to base hits for the Yankees. So I give Adam Wainwright that credit. The pitching for the Cardinals has been awesome. Uh, Cardinals is number five for me. Can, up, can, can we talk? What was it? The Saturday game, the one nothing shutout. Yeah. Can we just can we just talk about that for two seconds? Because oh my god, the defense that game was ridiculous. The pitching was really good for both teams. The defense was phenomenal. You know that that throw from Tim LaCastro of all people on the relay to get the guy out at home, you know, the the de- amazing defensive plays by Donaldson and Arenado at third base, and then mm. the sliding catch by Newt Bar late in the game to really kill any chance we had of coming back. There were fantastic defensive plays all around that game. And I, I just want to say, you know, that was a great game, 
Um, Yankees defense did really good. Cardinals defense did even better. You know, mm-hmm. it's a testament to how good that ball club is, you know. Even even when their hitting isn't doing good, their defense finds a way to come through. Right. Even when their pitching isn't doing good, their offense will light them up. You know, it's the opposite problem the Yankees have right now. You know, it's it's the antithesis, you know. Yankees have one thing going and not the other thing going. With the Cardinals, if they don't have one thing going, then the other thing will work for them. Exactly, and that's and that's their motto right now. They look really good. Uh, I mean, they're number one in the division now for a reason. They took off. They they took the Brewers' spot in that division, guys. Thank you. So I think the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are just looking really good. Goldschmidt, in my mind, is going to be the MVP in the NL if 100%. if nothing changes with Machado or him. Hundred percent. Whether or not the Padres go on some crazy run, I don't even, even think Machado will get the then, credit. It's Goldschmidt. Yeah, even if the Padres went on some crazy run, Machado then, Machado wouldn't even get the credit because there's yeah, so like, many lethal weapons. Yeah. Manny's been tremendous. Like he, he has actually. His OPS is still like eight sixty, but like I think Goldschmidt's still in the thousands. It's ridiculous. He's batting like three thirty, three twenty. Come on, man. It well deserved. I've always liked Goldie. Um Yeah, I mean just He's, out, out, outrageous this year. And also another team that got pretty hot. I apologize if we're getting to it, but the Phillies winning five straight. They're not bad. They're, uh, you know, they're making it interesting, sadly, for the Padres in the NL wildcard race as well. So, Is it giving you PTSD right now back to last season? Yes, literally, because I actually wrote an article <laughs> saying that, watch, we see what we happened last year. It's literally, it's bad. Like, What's your I, website called for those who don't know? Yep. Uh, okay, so it's on my Twitter. Uh, the Twitter name is Grand Slam Padres, but the podcast overall, even though Twitter didn't allow the name because it was too long, is Grand Slamming Padres. Correct. So. Yeah, you can see Grand Slam Padres, all one word. You'll find the logo. Um, I appreciate this. The Grand here. Slam Padres podcast. Yeah, you'll yeah. see it all on there, the website and everything. Well, they the got to gotta find your site somehow. Yeah, wanna, right. If they yeah. want to read your article you're citing. Uh, it's all with depressed emotions So lately, again, despite the Soto news. I mean, you're you're taking it honestly, right? Like the Dodgers just dominate them, and 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 rightfully so, man. Like I, I don't really hate the Dodgers. Like we talked about this. I can't stand them, but I, I sometimes I can't stand the fan base. But yeah, like that's, LA, that's more accurate. They they've actually the Dodger like players like Chris Chris Taylor and Max Muncie, who I actually gained a lot of respect for, Justin Turner. Uh, they've all talked really highly about the Padres of late, like saying like in the like the past couple of years, saying like you know it's good for that city. They're like really exciting, but like hey man, they're you know they're the real Padres. <laughs> they're the they're the, they're the fathers of the Padres. And uh, by the way, there are rumors that Trey Turner is leaving to go back to the East Coast. I don't know if you guys heard about. Not that. to Washington. No, back to Philly. To Philly. Mm-hmm. I think Bryce Harper's trying to pitch the idea. So there's that as well. Speaking of LA, so huh? if they lose both Corey Seager within a year and Trey Turner, I understand they have like Gavin Lux and stuff, but that'll be big. Hey, that's their two hitter. Yeah, one thing I one thing I also had in that power ranking was the Mets moving up to number two over San Diego. Why did I do that? I I was like I was like why did why did I, I had the Padres at one last week? Now they're at three in my thing. You know why? Jacob Degrom looked lethal. The Mets proved me wrong. I said to myself, yeah, well, I, well, it's still August, dude. Of course, but the Mets so far, <laughs> I didn't expect them to be like this up to up to this point. Yes, mm-hmm. not yeah, at all. They they trounced the Braves. They took, what, four or five from them, I yep, think? Yep, they sure did. And they, at Every game they won, it, it was just 
it was a dominant performance by them. Even the one game they did lose, they went down what, like six nothing, eight nothing, or and something. And they came in the first back. Inning. Yeah. 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 They they almost came back and won that. You know. So even the game they did lose, you know, there was still that hope late in the game that maybe there's a chance. You know, maybe we will get to hear a trumpet after all. You know, <laughs> contrary to what I posted on the Instagram in the first inning, but they did not. But no. No, they didn't, but, you know, the point still stands. You know, these Mets, they can be very scary. If they keep this going through September and into October, they could be a legitimate problem. They manhandled, and I mean manhandled, the Yankees. I I think the Mets, everything's clicking. Their offense has always had good averages, and they're pretty consistent when it comes to hitting. You know, they'll make you pay if they start getting into a rally. They're pitching... You know, fingers crossed that the Grom stays healthy, this and that, has been very good. So it's just like him and Scherzer, Chris Bassett just came off an insane start. It's been clicking everything. I mean, the Mets have really, and they've also had some clutch hits. They've been very exciting when it comes to the late game, so they're never, like, out of it. So I got to give the Mets a lot of credit here. I do. I never expected any 71 wins by the time we're doing this right now in the early August days. Yeah, yeah. The, Mets, the Mets look good. Yeah. And, you know, it's with DeGrom and Scherzer back-to-back on days, you know, that's just two of five pitchers in the rotation that can just dominate. You can get two wins in a row off of those guys. Mm-hmm. DeGrom especially. Yeah, like if I'm the Padres and you got to face either team, I'd rather face the Braves now that I think about it, not the Mets. You'd rather face p- the Braves? Yeah, because imagine not just pitching-wise. It's a best of three, right, in the wild card now? It is best of Thank three. Thank God. I honestly think it's for the better. I think it's for more content. No more one game. Yep. More broadcasting opportunities. I actually yes. prefer that. That's a good point. Yeah. It's very good for the market. And uh, I just imagine game one, game two, you face DeGrom, Scherzer, and then three would probably be Bassett. That's Lethal. scary. That is scary. Lethal. I'd rather take my chances on a really good Max Freed, but then you go to what? Like Charlie Morton, Ian Anderson just got sent down to AAA. Winnet. So, like... Max or Max Fried's another one that did not have a good performance against the Mets. Yeah, and that's that, that hurt me too. Mm-hmm. Ripping fantasy, I had Max Fried and I believe Charlie Morton, so that really hurt. I didn't have a lot of good pitching performance. And Jeff Luis Garcia, yeah. <laughs> that, I kept him. Le- worst decision I made. Jeff offered me a trade for him, and I'm like, like the second trade offered in like our whole. Oh, Jeff and I already agreed on a trade. I just gotta send it out. Oh, yeah, okay. we gotta send, send, it, send it through. Yeah, we got to come up with a Jeff a and I are agreeing on one, a winner prize. Yeah, you guys can do that. I mean, I'm not or I, a lose or and a loser. <laughs> Bo, I'm down. I'm down. So Bo. you know what's funny? I was at a Yankee game with a with a friend of ours. Uh, Dom Anthony cited him before Wreck It on this right. referenced him on the show before, and he says to me, he says, "All right, so we're I'm not in this league, but he says, all right, we're doing our fantasy basketball draft soon. I'm commissioner of it. We're 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 planning on what we want the loser to do." Uh, to to do, and he said, he said one idea that they had was to literally defecate in your pants. Uh, now that's that intentionally. That's nasty. All right, that's really like far fetched. And the other one, I forget the other one, but it wasn't it wasn't nearly as bad. I think it was like, I the. <laughs> disgusting to think about. But I told him, I said, whatever you do, the other one wasn't nearly as bad in my opinion. And I said to him, I said, look, how would you handle that? It's like. Do you look at it as you're fearful that you're going to have to do it one day if you lose? 
Or are you going to look at it and say, okay, if you are you looking at it as I know I'm going to not lose. I, this is what I want to the person that loses. Mm. You have to look at it from a winner standpoint, right? 